0: This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shi'urim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lepiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. I, I apologize that uh, I'm driving now, so uh, the quality will be as good as the drive, I'm not sure. Okay, we're holding over here uh, Perik Aleph, and Tanya. And this year is sponsored by Shlomer Katz. So he starts out with basically, he's going to be describing the term static um, Russia, Benany. He's going to show that there are different aspects to it, different descriptions of it. And uh, that's going to be the point of uh, the beginning of this pairing. Tanya. So it's actually not a Breister, it's a Gemara, it's a memoir. It says, that when a neshama comes down to this world, they impose a shavua on him. First of all, there is a shavua, that a person be be a tzadik, not a rasha. And even if everyone tells you you're a tzadik, You should consider yourself a rasha. um, a person is not supposed to consider of a rasha. Uh, that's what the Mishnah says. Secondly, it's not even productive. You know, it's svar. If a person will consider himself a rasha, then He's going to be depressed, down. So there's a mitzvah, there's a chiv to be over to Hashem and therefore, uh, if a person will feel he's a Russia and be depressed about it, he's not going to be able to. And if the idea that he's a Russia doesn't depress him at all, so then a person becomes light. In other words, he couldn't kill us. So it's, 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 he gains nothing and loses everything by uh, um, thinking that he's a russia so first of all you're not supposed to and secondly it doesn't really help you in any way if anything it's a hindrance now he goes to another now, this is very typical he opens up a lot of questions and um, you don't have to really f- 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 follow From one to the other each one is a piece in its own right then he'll come around and his big picture will answer everything but he'll he'll, he'll be asking a few questions another point we find in the gemara uh, five different categories of tzadik or sorry Russia Vitovlo, Russia Viralo, Ubainani. The Gemara says, the, pshat the Gemara is, we find a tzaddik that has it good in this world, a tzaddik that has it bad in this world, a Russia that has it good in this world, a Russia has it bad, and a Bainani. So the Gemara says, we have four, it's um, four, five different states vis a vis this world, Upir Shabi and the Gemara explains, that Sadiq Vitovlo, who's the type of Sadik that has it good in this world? Sadiq Gomor. Sadiq Viralo, Sadiq She'enogomor. So we now have a new category, a new type of. Uh, uh, in Sadiq itself, we have Sadik Gomor, Sadik Enogomor, and same thing by Russia. Raya Mehemna, Pajd Mishpatim. Raya Mehemna is one of the parts of the Zohar. The Zohar is is a conglomeration of of different medrashim, different inyanim. Raya Mehemna, generally speaking, comes to explain Taimeh Mitzvahs. It's printed separately on the Zohar page whenever there's a piece of Raya Mehemna and it says Raya Mehemna on it. So Pashas Mishpatim explains (inaudible) Tzadik Viraloi Loi Shera Kof of So the Raya Mehemna explains that the word tzaddik viralo should be read, so to speak, as a tzaddik whose ra is in his hands. Now, it's a tzaddik who's in control of his ra. So, whereas the Gemara speaks about the imperfection, tzaddik Viralo being a tzaddik gomor, the Raya Mehemna gives it a, a more positive spin. He says, it's a tzaddik, who is controlling the Ra in him. He has Ra, but it's under control. So that's a little bit of a nuance in Sadek Veralo. The Gemara in Brachas has a similar nuance. It says, Mm -hmm. Sadek Yitz'atov Shoftam. The Yitzetov is the one that has control. Rishoyim Yitzahara Shoftam. Be'inim So the Gemara there also has a tzaddik is someone who's a tzov is in control, a rashi tzora is in control, a benani um, both both are in control. Amar Rambam um, sir Rambam said, "Grona no I'm 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 a benani. I'm a Abayus said, "Leshavik my chayeh If you you're a benani, that that all puts a square into Rishonim's backs, and you really really you know don't leave room for anybody else. So. So the Gemara here is um, describing a more nuanced version of Tzadik Viralo, Tzadik Vitovlo. And the Gemara also makes a statement that it's possible somebody like Rabba would describe himself as a Benini. So it's true that Abaya, you know, rebutted him, so to speak. He he said no, but but Rabba meant something. In other words, he, Rabbi didn't think that he wasn't uh, that, that, that he wasn't a tzaddik and, and stick everybody else into the russia box. So that's a second Gemara that he's going to explain in the big explanation. Finally, the hovin The Gemara says in Babasa that Hashem Baruch Hu, it told that Iov complained to Hashem Baruch He told him, Barasat tzaddikim, Barasat you created Sadikim, you created Rishayim. So he's so the Tanya asks on him, what Tzaddik for Rosh out. The Gemara says that when the Malach, uh, cre- when when the Malach announce, says each tipa, whether the tipa is going to be uh, a Sadik uh, or, or, or whether it'll be a Chacham, or a uh, Gibor, or cholash, but sadik and Rosh, he doesn't say because that's something that is a free will. So that goes flat against E of Steiner, Russia and So that's a third Gemara that we're going to have to uh, explain. So he has three Gemaras that he's setting out to explain about the different uses of the term Beneni Tzadik in Russia, different than what we're used to. That's sort of three kashas. And now he's going to ponder the concept of Benini as understood, can also not be correct. To understand what Benini is when we're talking about absolute categories of people. In other words, yes, there is a concept of, uh, like the Ramam says, or uh, the Gemara says, tzaddikim have more uh, then then, uh, Avonos, Rishayim the opposite, Beinim 50-50, those are categories that describe in the Mishpat. In in other words, who's Chayiv in the Mishpat, who's Zak in the Mishpat. But it can't be that um, these are the absolute descriptions. That can't be the absolute description. How could a think that he's a he says that he, he, was, he learned all the time to, to, to a degree that it says the Malachamavis could not uh, overpower him because he was learning all the time. So he actually thought that 50% of, of, of his mice are virus. It's very, very implausible. Then he has a logical taina. In other words, when we use a term like benini, if we're describing someone who's part-time doing mitzvahs, part-time doing averis, like at 9 o'clock he did a mitzvah, 10 o'clock the avera, that benini is only kind of an average. But when the person is doing an avera, he's a rasha. While a person is standing and, and doing an aveir, he's a rasha. like the gemara says that if a person is makados Isha nasi he um uh, he, you know he here Vafilo the gemara says that if some, if a person is safe from is called a rasha, like shneias and so on. The gemara says and not only that, the Gemara says if a person sees someone else doing an Avera and he could have stopped it and he doesn't, the Gemara says he's also called a Rasha. Um, all of so, someone who's money himself from doing a mitzvah, when he can do it, he's um, certainly uh, a Russia. So, um, the the, uh, the so somebody who's has this fifty percent mitzvah, that we look at every 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 moment. At a moment when he's doing bad, it's a Russia. At a moment he's a it So in, in really absolute definitions, it could not possibly be that Sadik um, and Russia refer to 50-50. So the Bainini in the real absolute terms is someone that has no advance whatsoever. So that, so, so that gives us an understanding. So Rabbah, because, he, despite the fact that he knew that he had no Averis whatsoever, but that still means, that still doesn't take away from the possibility of him being uh, uh, a, a Benini, and therefore he, he, he made that mistake, or therefore he had this disagreement with Abayah. And even though we, you know, we have the, the, that category, the Gemara speaks about Yom adin, It's it's a borrowed term. It's not bainini in the real definition, not the real definition. It means the Yischa It means he's zakaynus din, marshal zich bedin. halukois but when you're talking about a an absolute description of a purse of Madragas, so that's something else. So it says means I have no bad or evil craving. Desire, <laughs> nothing inside me wants to do bad. That's the madrega of tzaddik. The um, so it's not only that he doesn't do bad; he doesn't want to do bad. And this is going to be the whole, um, the whole uh, broad uh, tapestry that, that what he's going to explain is we're dealing with terms that describe the person. What is desires? What is the inclinations? Is it a struggle? Is it And so on. So there is a Madrega but where you say li my um, my heart is completely hollowed out. Meaning in, in the heart, whether it's a it's a horror, It says he killed him with a time with tainus. gil Someone who's not holding by a madrega where he has no inclination or desire to do bad, even though he has many, many more mitzvahs, so so it's nothing to do with really with how many mitzvahs you have. It, it, it has to do with what's inside you. What's what are you trying? Drive- is what we've so far. there are few tzadikim. Amad V'shasam Khol Darvadar. He established in every door a handful. So on this, on this, um, on this description of tzadik in Russia, there are really, and beinani, there are really very, very few tzadikim in the world um, in, in history and HaKadosh Baruch put here and there a Tzadik. So in Tzadik itself, we have Tzadik Petovlo, which is a totally good, Tzadik Viralo, which will explain what that is, Benoni, which is a notch lower, and then you have Rosh Betovlo and Russia Viralo. So that sort of finishes one uh, sort of uh, point that he's making, that the descriptions we're going to be talking about are descriptions of person, not deeds; it's not by um, how much and how many, but rather um, by your inside, your inner urges, and so on. He's now going to start describing a person's Nephesh and shaman and so on. Now, I, I want to explain something. We saw last week that the purpose of writing the sefer is to give people hadrach and avodas Hashem. So. He, he, he crafts it in a way where he goes and explains many, many basic points that he feels are needed for understanding the big picture. It's not, sometimes when somebody writes Ashtigol he assumes you know the Indian, he has his questions, he gives his answers. He's not out just to give the answer, he's out to describe and that's what's gonna take him quite a few prokim to really sort of answer the question, but he's touching down on a lot of points to, to describe basic points that he's going to be dealing with, he's going to be sketching out the basic kohos in a person's neshama. Now he draws his mekiras from from Kabbalah, but he sticks to to items that are relevant to a person's own neshama. Avodas Hashem, he knows they they draw a strong line between, you know. Talking about a kachbarz on haggis, which is not relevant to you. So, if a person zohi learns it, to talking about a person's own onefish and what Chachmas Updin told us, and so on. Ah, be your inyan. Al pimasha, Omer, Ebbchein v'Tal, Ashkose, Ebbchein v'Tal, Shartusa. Ebbchein v'Tal writes in Shartusa, the whole is Israel. Every person kaiyosol has two neshamos and so on. Let's talk about this first. Let's 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 talk about two things here. He says everybody has two nefashes, two nishamis. What that means, it, it what it means more than just. Uh, uh, it's a tov and it's a horror, good and bad and so on, it means something, it, it's a much deeper point it's like sometimes you look at a person and you say, that's not the person I recognize, I knew so and so and he was a fine, good person, his world was all about good and now he's all about being selfish, mean, etc, or vice versa somebody who was just selfish egocentric, etc, now is such a good, kind person, and you say it's a different person. What he means by a nefesh on a shama means that an entire person, we we have the possibility of living two selves, one self that is the the uh, a nefesh what he calls nefesh bahamis from the sitrach, we'll, see in this, we'll define the term in a second, and one from, from somewhere higher. Let's explain what that means. Uh, you know, when we talk about a universe, we talk about an entity that's in, that's enclosed in itself, self-sufficient, self-explanatory, and so on. So we take a behemoth and we ask ourselves: ex, uh, explain what makes the behemoth tick. And the answer will be to, um, to survive, to protect itself, to feed itself, to shelter itself, to do things that, are, um, that contribute to its life. And, and that explains everything about a cow, every single aspect, and, and it's self-contained. It does not, you don't need anything else other than that. So a person has in himself a, a physiological self, not different than a balchai, and in which case, uh, it's all about uh, doing what one uh, what one uh, wants, what one craves, and so on. It it's it's all about oneself. There is nothing else that the person um, nothing else motivates the person. The person is not doing anything else. The person won't do anything else, and so on. Um. There is uh, another aspect where a person has a self-contained I- I self which is um, totally um, ruchnius. All it wants is good. All it wants to do is to be um, you know, to, 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 to do things that are ruchnius and so on. And it can be it can it can encompass the totality of a person it could ta- it, it could describe every facet of a person's actions desires and cravings and so on so we have two um, two parts of the nephesh of a person that are totally it, 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 a complete person so each person in Klyasol is endowed so every Balchai, including human beings, is endowed with a nefesh it's that cares only about itself and, and uh, you know, survival and uh, personal, uh, you know, uh, personal uh, satisfaction, physical satisfaction. And that's one package. And there's another package where a person is something that is um, in a, in a, of a very different type of world. So this is what he means here by tuna fascists. And, um, and they are uh, completely kind of independent of each other. They can obviously um, struggle with each other and they can actually, um, they, 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 can, uh, they struggle with each other. And the question is which one becomes the person? Um. The. That, you wanna, no, I don't know what to do. Um. What do this was, there was some. Um. Now he describes also one of them coming from the Klepa and Citra Achra. The Klepa and sitra Achra that we're talking about. It, it, so it, these are two terms that describe these farim. Um. A couple of terms that describe that. Let's just let's first describe the term, what the term means and um, and then the, uh, and then we'll describe how it, it's relevant here. Clepa means that it's something that is a shell. It means that it's something that is not the object, but it's something that surrounds an object. And it has a useful function in protecting it so on. Th- that is clepa. So let's give an example. When you have a shell um, around a walnut, so the shell around the walnut um, is not edible. So a person says walnuts are edible, and then you try eating the shell, it doesn't work. So the shell is not edible, but it serves a purpose of protecting it. So when, when we look at cohos of Ra that are called clepos, what we're referring to is they are a necessary part of it, but within itself, it's not what nourishes a person. So th- this f- um, physical part of the person that we're calling the klip over here is a necessity. We need a body to function, a body needs to have an appetite and so on, but it's not something that is, um, it's not something that has a, um, it, it, it's not valid in its own right. So so this nefesh is called a klipa for this reason. Secondly, it's also called a sitra achra. Sitra achra means something, it means literally the other side. It's just like a person, your face is the main side, it's what, it's where you experience, where you express and so on. The back of this head is something which is not, uh, it's, it's a part of the head, but it's, it doesn't give you the feeling, the insight. That's sort of Sitra akhra So we'll hold it over here. Um, and and it's, he's starting his explanation that there are two parts, and and uh, the, these are two uh, um, two parts to a nefesh, and two parts of a nefesh. One is is the is the is the inner part, which is the, the a nefesh of kedusha, means that what motivates it, what keeps it, what drives it, what what explains it, is is a chukah for kedusha. The the outer shell is a very physical nefesh, something that. Describes um, it, it's it's something that has the same feelings, desires, um, psychology as any physical living being, and that's only there as a shell to 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 keep everything else uh, to keep everything else uh, uh, um, to, to preserve the Torah society. Okay, I think we'll hold it here. Sorry a little bit. I hope the reception was good. Call it to us next week. Bye.